What's going on, everybody? Good morning and welcome. Today is Friday, April 8th, 2022. My name is Jerry. This is my first call. More tea. Another week of tea and then I'll drink some coffee. Uh, what's going on? Welcome, Nathan. Happy Friday. We got jokes for you. We'll talk a little bit about yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio and what you thought. Um, I put up a new Patreon video yesterday. Uh, we got word about a past guest passing away, and the Patreon video was in reaction to that. Um... Good morning, excuse me, Jenny. Good morning, Kelly. Kelly says she's halfway through her second cup. I'm guessing you didn't sleep well. I'm sorry to hear. Oh, wow. I got a decent amount of work done yesterday. Uh, so I've hinted this week that I've been trying to do something for myself. Something big, something unnecessary, something that would make me happy. And yeah, there's a little bit of utility in, in in it, but it's primarily something that would make me happy. And I did it. I did it yesterday. I didn't think I was going to do it yesterday, but it just happened. And I was like, oh, all right, we're going to do this. And I've thought about how to reveal this. And I think I'm going to show you. I think I'm going to show you when it arrives rather than tell you, which is kind of anticlimactic when it's a physical thing I could show you. I think I'm just going to show you. So stay tuned for that. That'll be uh, next two weeks, within the next two weeks. So I will show you, and um, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I don't do things for myself very often. Most of my life is about others. What can I do for others? How do I provide for others? Service to others. And I'm glad for that. I, it's, I'm proud of that part of me. But I've realized recently that I'm not leaving enough left for me. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to, trying to do. I'm trying to change that. Uh, good morning, Dennis and Brian and Ray. And who else is here? And that's who I got. And the rest of you, you lurkers in the chat there, whether you're watching live later or listening. Thanks for coming by. <laughs> Jenny says, if it makes you happy, it is completely necessary. Well, uh, maybe that's true. I don't agree with that, but that's part of what I'm working on. Ooh, Kelly's been up since three. Dennis is on cup number two. Wow. What was it? Was it Monday? I think it might have been Monday, maybe Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. I had a cup of decaf. I was driving by stopped at the coffee shop and i was like i'm gonna get a cup of decaf i was wired like you wouldn't believe week and a half of no caffeine and it just wee because of course there's a small amount of caffeine just like um not the new ones the new ones have a different process but traditional non-alcoholic beer has a little bit of alcohol good morning stacy ray says are you excited about the tournament um i'm excited for others 
but no, that's not what it is. No, I'm, I'm not. That's not what I'm doing for me. I will. Um, if we're talking about you, the tournament you folks are having on Saturday, I think that's awesome, and I'm glad that you are. Um, there is a. It is unlikely I will come by. There's a lot that I've got to do Sunday. I've got to drive to Maine, which knock on wood, the last trip to grab things. The, they found some things in a closet. Uh, I have family that's coming to grab some things, and some of the things they found in the closet are things that they want, so I'm going to go grab them. Um, you know, just eight hours of driving to pick up a box. Whatever. It's cool. What else did I want to do on a rainy day but drive through the mountains? I'm going to have lunch with a friend. Like, it'll be worth it. Uh, hello, Andy. <laughs> Stacy says, morning was supposed to sleep in. Got the day off. My brain said, wake up. Habits. There's nothing wrong with building a habit about when you wake up. I will tell you, I have a hard time sleeping past 5.45. On the rare occasions when I sleep in, once it hits 7, my brain's like, you you definitely need to get up. You've missed things. Uh, even if I don't set an alarm on the weekend, that's generally when I wake up. If I have stuff to do on the weekends, like there's a good chance that tomorrow I will still set an alarm for 5.45. So I can get a lot done. I can get up. I can make myself a nice breakfast. I can do things around the house. It's going to be raining all weekend. I don't know. I may or may not plant more plants. You will see. Stacy says, time to catch up on books and podcasts for you. Yeah, it's, you know, if you, if you look into the habits of some of the most successful people in the world, they get up and they are productive before most people. Um, some of the, the entrepreneurs I look up to will get up and they will do all of their email at 3, 3.30 in the morning because no one's going to write them back. You ever get trapped in that email circle where you send an email and somebody writes back and you, and you end up in 74 emails? You didn't need to do that, right? Um, so this is why some people will do that. I use, I use uh, Gmail to route all my email and I use the schedule send button quite often. I know that person's right there. I don't want to get trapped in an email loop. I'm going to set it to send out in an hour or two or tomorrow morning. Tricky. It's a great feature. And he says, how was boiling? So uh, the maple is down to about a quart. It's really dark this year. And I think, I think some of that is I may have boiled it a little aggressively. I think once I got it down to probably a gallon, it should have been... I mean, maybe it shouldn't have been a rolling boil. I maybe should have just kind of had it barely steam off. But this is what I did. But it's good. It tastes delicious. It's got a really uh, strong flavor, uh, almost smoky, which, you know, that all adds up. And um, I've got a quart of maple syrup. Pretty cool. I still had a little bit left from last year. And it's interesting comparing the color. Last year would have been considered like a uh, probably a light amber grade grade a and this is definitely like a grade like a, a dark grade b the birch yesterday i started boiling that and i realized that there was stuff in it there was so much stuff in it and i think it's i think it was chunks of honestly i'm not even sure what it is um but 
I filtered it all out. It could have been little bits of soap from the stock pot that I didn't notice was there. So I got to scrub that better, but I did filter it out and you can't taste it. So I'm going to keep going with that, but it's starting to take some color. So that's cool. I'll have to grab, I'm, I'm headed out for training today. I'm headed to do some kickboxing training in Manchester and that's most of the day. Uh, but when I get back tonight, I will pull what will probably be two very full buckets and start boiling some more. It's a constant process. Jenny says, I get up at 5 a.m. every day. It helps me keep my body on a better sleep schedule. And it gives me an hour in the morning before the toddler gets up. Yeah, so that's kind of where I was going and, and I distracted myself. There's not, especially those of you who live with other people, waking up early can be really nice. Gives you some time to yourself, gives you some time to do certain things. If you have kids, you know, I, I've, if you look at this in TV and movies, you see it quite often where the mom is sitting at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee, right? She's sitting here and she's like, <sighs> and then she starts to hear the kids get up and she's like, <sighs> I don't quite know that feeling but I think I understand it. What else happened yesterday? Had acupuncture, that was nice. Found seeds that I forgot I had, some chili pepper seeds, I'm gonna plant those. Got ready to leave for the day. I'll spend the day in Manchester, I'll, I'll, I'll train and then there's a Panera I usually go to and hang out. Do, do a little bit of work before I get back on the road. So I'll do that. I, I owe a number of clients a number of things. I will do that work and then get back on the road and drive home. See what happens. Uh, this weekend, I've got a bunch of errands. I'm going to go to Costco tomorrow. I've got something, to, got a jacket to bring back to REI. What else? Probably go to the plant store. And I sent, so the only other thing, only thing I think that happened of relevance in the martial arts yesterday. So you all know that like I'm, I'm working on opening a school, you know, I'm looking for the right space and um, had a friend message me, somebody that I haven't talked to in a while, uh, but she's a great person. She's a, a principal at a local school. And I said, hey, um, this is random. Can I use your gym? And she said, you know, I have some thoughts on that. Let me send you some information when I get to the office tomorrow. So uh, it's in the area that I want to do it. Uh, but she also had a recommendation. She's like, you know, if you do that school over there, that might be better. Um, so maybe this is the foot in the door I kind of needed. We'll see. You know, trying, trying to make sure that these, these schools don't, Don't overcharge me. A lot of schools want to do that. They're like, oh, we're going to use the gym as revenue, as revenue generation. And, you know, we want to charge you a couple hundred bucks an hour. I've had gyms because remember, like free training day, we've, we've tried to do this at a variety of spaces over the years. And we've had places that wanted, you know, oh, okay, so $150 an hour, plus you've got to hire the custodian, plus you got to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, you did hear when I said that we don't, make money on this event, right? Like, you want me to spend $1,500 to have a free event? Like, 
Yes. Like, would you do that? And they're like, eh. Sorry, no go. For fifteen hundred dollars, I'll I'll rent a bit a place for a month. Take care, Andy. Oh, what else? And then what's on Sunday? Yeah, I'm driving to Maine on Sunday. I thought about it. I was like, is there a way that I drive to Manchester and then stay in Maine for the weekend? I was like, you know, it's only two hours back home from Manchester. It's as much as I hate driving, coming back, driving, coming back. It's at least two different words. Does, is that, does that some words? Is that something that bothers you as well? You ever have to drive somewhere and back in the same place and back? And I don't mean someplace close. I mean like an hour away in the same day. That used to drive me insane. Back when I had the IT company, there was a year-long span where we had two stores. And there were times I had to drive up and up from one store to the next and make that trip twice. And the second time I was driving, I was just so resentful. I was like, I hate doing this. I like driving. But something about driving to the same place twice feels inefficient and to quote one of my favorite TV shows, if you can do one thing, you should be efficient. I love the community we have here. You guys are awesome. You really are. Uh, shout out to one of you who made a purchase of the, the new mug, the martial artists are cool mug. I saw that come through. Oh, Andrew and I had a meeting yesterday about All In Weekend. And one of the things we did was order shirts for All In Weekend. You're going to like them. They're simple. We did not do some crazy fancy design. We thought about that and said, you know what? That's not because there, there's a there's a secondary thing that I'm not going to tell you. And we said, you know, if we we could do the crazy fancy design, but that's going to limit the ability to do the crazy the, the cool secondary thing. So let's just do the cool secondary thing. So that's what we did. There we go. Kelly says, yes, have to watch the rental fee. It's the custodian fee that gets you. I can rent the whole gym for the tournament for $140, and then it's another $300 for the custodian. Overall, not a bad price. Four, under 500 bucks for a gym for the day? Not bad at all. Nope, not at all. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know, Kelly is doing a learning tournament for her students. And she's got a lot of first-time students, people. Because remember, haven't been a lot of tournaments the last couple of years. And there are several tournaments coming up in our area. So she's doing a tournament to help people know what to do instead of just throwing them, throwing them to the wolves, which I think is really cool. I, I think it's awesome that we do this. If I keep striking out, I may just, I may start looking at retail space, which is not what I want to do because that's going to make it really tough to get rolling. But any of you who have ever had a school at a, in some kind of like well, nicely visible spot, know that can be really nice to bring people in. So, yeah. Yep, yep. More tea. All right, let's do jokes. Frank sent over some jokes. Now, I don't know much about tire culture, snow tire culture in Ohio. But I know snow tire culture here. 
when I first moved to Vermont, just out of college, I was blown away at how many people had snow tires. See, I, I grew up in Maine where not everyone had snow tires. We just, we just didn't. The winters weren't bad enough most of the time. My mother never put snow tires on any of our cars. I never heard her talk about snow tires. And I never heard anybody else talk about snow tires. Now, that doesn't mean nobody did, but it wasn't like an accepted part of driving in the winter. In Vermont, it is. To the point where when I first moved here, I heard people bragging about their snow tires. Oh, I just got four new Nokian Hakapolitas. If you live in Vermont, you probably just nodded. You're like, I get that. Yes, yes. Those are really good tires. If you don't, if you live somewhere that doesn't do that, you might be, what? I met people who had $1,000 cars with $1,500 sets of tires. People would brag about their tires. It's weird. Okay. But that means that your summer tires and your snow tires have to get swapped and swapped back. And so Frank has given us jokes in this theme. The jokes for Fun Day Friday, April is Summer Tire Changeover Month. Fun fact, I waited too long, as I always do, my snow tires are getting swapped over midday. I will be driving around on studded snow tires probably at some point when it's 85 degrees because we usually have like one or two days early May that get really warm. So here we go with tire jokes. That's the wrong tab. There we go. What vegetable do you need when you get a flat tire? A spare, I guess. Why are tires getting so expensive? Inflation. The mechanic asked me if I've ever rotated my tires. How does he think I got here? That's a good one. What happened to the Guns N' Roses tour bus when it got a flat tire and had to be jacked up for repair? It's Axl Rose. Did you hear about the wine they made from a tire? Apparently it was a good year. Two blondes are looking at a flat tire. One says to the other, how bad is it? The other says, not bad. It's only flat on the bottom. My local gas station started charging money just to put air in your tires. When I commented that this had been free for decades, the attendant just looked at me and said, that's inflation for you. My friend was changing a tire when the car dropped on his foot. Now he needs a tow. Oh! <laughs> Took me a second. Oh, I love doing this in the morning because, you know, these are very real reactions. A man has been stealing tires from police cars. The police have been working tirelessly to catch him. Uh, Frank, those are great. Thank you. Kelly says, my recommendation is look at, so we're, uh, we're talking about locations. She says, look at churches too. My locations are at churches. Uh, those are also on the list. I've got a whole list of locations. The church that I really wanted, I was like, this is the perfect location. They don't rent out their space. It's like, oh, bummer. And Stacy's all, don't forget churches. Gad, hey, Gad, what's going on? Uh, Gad says, go all Eagle Fang and find a park. I'd love to, except that it gets cold. It gets really cold here. There are plenty of days in summer where even at, you know, like in an evening, it could be 50 degrees. So 
I don't, I love training outside. I really do. And honestly, I'm considering doing an event, a, a very small scale event here with me at the end of the summer. And by the way, um, if anybody would be interested in that, let me know. I'm, I'm trying to get a sense as to what that interest level would be. You know, it would be a small group under 10, maybe like six to eight people. And it would be for those of you who came to, for those of you, oh, there's only one of you. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Brian says, good stuff. Thanks, Frank. Jenny says, thank you, Frank. Everybody loves Frank's jokes. All right. Uh, so Frank's topic, uh, and we switch and we switch and we do this and here we go. And now we come over here. Switch this, and now we're here, and I like this one better. All right, the Japanese annually celebrate Hanamatsuri, or the Flower Festival, on April 8th. This festival is devoted to Buddha's birthday. Buddha's birthday celebrates the birthday of the prince Siddhartha Gautama. I don't think I'm saying that right, but that's okay. The holiday exists only in Mahayana, one of the branches of Buddhism. The date of celebration falls on different dates in various countries. For instance, the date is calculated according to the Hindu calendar, or to the Chinese calendar that depends on the country of the observance. Since Japan accepted the Gregorian calendar in many temples, Buddha's birthday is celebrated according to the Gregorian calendar dates. On this day, special altars are erected in Buddhist temples in Japan. The temples are decorated with flowers and the statue of a newborn Buddha is installed. The Japanese pour amasha, a sweet tea prepared from a variety of hydrangea on a small Buddha statue. The flowers used for decoration of the altar are the symbol of Lumbini, the birthplace of Buddha, and pouring of tea on the statue symbolizes bathing of the newborn. Festive processions are held in big cities of Japan. In some regions, people carry decorated with flowers, palanquin, holding a miniature statue of Buddha child inside. Streets are decorated with white paper lanterns, painted black with black and red characters. Cool. I find Buddhism interesting. I really do. Um, I went through a phase in my early 20s, you know, really learning about other religions. And, and Buddhism was one, you know, I don't consider myself a Buddhist, but I could be. You know, there, there are a lot of things in there that I find really resonate for me. Um, and the temples are just gorgeous. At some point, I hope to spend some time in Thailand and would probably spend some time in some Buddhist temples. Check them out. Well, Kelly says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this without reading it first. Not a joke, but one of the best kids stories ever. This week, as we are practicing how to enter the ring, and I told them when they go up to the judges, they should ask, can I do my pattern? He went up with a blank look, and so I tried to prompt him by saying, what do you want to ask the judges? His question was, why if curly fries look like springs, they aren't springy? Needless to say, no one had an answer for that. That's awesome. I think the questions like that are, are one of the best reasons to work with kids. Kids see the world in an, in an amazing way. 
everything is new and fresh and and they haven't just blindly accepted stuff so i think that's cool now over on facebook i asked you all a question and that question was you get one and only one stance from which to defend yourself in any and all situations surprise attacks non-surprise front back side etc what do you choose so here we go with more thoughtful stuff ray says regular normal standing position because in real life most people don't go walking around in a fighting stance so practicing how to respond from any attack from how you normally stand seems like a good idea that makes sense uh, gad says she's in thai i don't know that japanese so i'm not i'm i'm assuming she's in uh got to be some manner of relaxed stance you know it's not sazen shazen sazen would be kneeling you wouldn't want to do that i'm sure uh jason says the buffalo stance and he's posted a link to a video that i have not looked at so i'm not sure what that is um i'm curious what you all think what would you do get okay gad says yes it's a natural stance good um cool gad's here today gad i don't think you're usually here are you or are you just not usually commenting uh, he says, Taiwan has very old and beautiful temples, Taoist and Buddhist. It's also a great country if you like hiking in the mountains. Yeah, it's a place I really want to go. And I want to pet an elephant. So on the list. I'm curious, the rest of you, those of you watching live, what stance would you choose? You know, I could make a case for a very natural stance. I think if I had one, I would probably pick Sun Chin. And for those of you who uh, may not know that stance, so... Pretend my hands are feet, those of you watching, and I'm holding them, you know, you're looking at the bottom. But this is, you know, a ready stance, shizentai, furudashi, whatever. Sanchin is one foot slightly in front of the other, toes pointed in towards each other. It's a very strong stance, and it's very versatile, and it gives you a little bit more balance front to back. The problem with, in my mind, with a standard ready stance is that if someone, if you need to brace yourself, generate force to compensate front to back, you don't have much there. But just a little bit here does a lot. Um, interestingly enough, when, when I started going to the shooting range and they were teaching me how to stand, they were trying to get me to stand in more or less like a really short front stance and i added the toes pointed in and it made a huge difference for me like my 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 ability to brace against the weapon was much much better oh cool he says it's his first time here work finally allowed it that's awesome i'm pumped you're here anybody else anybody else have a comment what would your one stance be I'm drinking more tea. I gotta be, when do I have to be on the road? 8.30? So I got a little bit of time. I got a box I gotta ship out to a, a customer. Everything's pretty much ready. I'm gonna get dressed and hang out. Although actually I'm probably gonna just wear these clothes. I'm going to train, why not? Um, Kelly says basically a very short L stance with the right leg back. 
Stacy says, not a rear foot or X stance. Something to think about. So take that question, take the idea of that into your weekend. You know, when you think of it once in a while, just kind of check yourself. Just say, all right, if I had to defend myself right now, if somebody, if I'm walking, let's say I'm walking through the grocery store and intentionally or accidentally someone bumps into me, how safe would I be based on the way I'm standing right here? Or, you know, what, whatever else, whatever scenarios you concoct in your mind to make it real if you need that. And just kind of evaluate. You know, there's something to be said for considering how this stuff matches up with real life. Doesn't mean you have to change the way you walk. But it means knowing the difference between where you would be if you wanted to be and where you are is wrong. It's a good thing to think about. Everybody's welcoming Gad. We got a good crew here. All right, I'm gonna let you go. I hope you have a great weekend, wonderful weekend. Those of you who are with Kelly and tournament this weekend, good luck, have fun, learn things share knowledge the rest of you i hope you have a wonderful weekend doing whatever it is you do and i hope to see you back here on monday yeah thanks for joining me remember if you want to support jenny says sorry matt and i were sidebarring we agree natural stance take care of gad and everybody else put that there put that down all right remember if you want to support you got a bunch of ways You've got the Patreon at patreon.com slash whistlekick. You've got the family page with the entire list, whistlekick.com slash family. It's everything that we have available. I put some things up there earlier this week. And if you've never been there, you should go there. Um, if you've been there recent, recently, remember, I put the date and time I changed it there. And if you get to know the stuff there, why do we do it this way? Because you get to know the stuff that's always there. And it sticks in your brain and say, you know, I've never done this thing that would help Whistle Kick out. I'll do that. And we sprinkle in other stuff, fun stuff, photos, uh, etc. Maybe a discount once in a while uh, on that page. And you should check it out. And then, of course, you can buy something. Like, this is the official Friday mug with the code... First cup one five. 15% off anything at whistlekick.com. We do it every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. We have fun. I appreciate all of you. Glad you came by. I'll see you Monday. Be well. Peace.